Every day, my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Oh, homegrown. Homegrown means put some respect on my name. Make sure you only smoking that good bud. You know what it is. You get a yump to the yump, yump, yump. <laughs> Baby, all right, Homegrown Radio Live, doing what we do best. <laughs> Chuck Dizzle. Homegrown. Miss Bliss. It's a little different without the music. I know, right? I'm like, wait, what's going on? DJ what's Head's going to be making his way up in here in just a second, interrupting all types of Big shit. Big man. We got a special guest in the building with us right now. Right here, right now. One and only Dizzy motherfucking what's right. Happening? How you oh. living, bro? Oh, bless, man. Thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate you coming on through, man. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, no doubt. Wisdoms and good vibes and all that good stuff. All bro. the time, all the time. Now, this is your first time here, man. I, I, we always like to ask people when they first come here, man, to Homegrown Radio, you know, what, you know, who are you? Where are you from? Give us an introduction of Dizzy Wright for the folks that may not know who you are. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm Dizzy Wright. I'm 25. I'm from Las Vegas. I was born in Flint, raised in Vegas. Um... Pretty much just trying to put the hip-hop scene on the map. We ain't never have a rapper come from the city um, to kind of blow up. And I'm I'm kind of leading the way right now, so I'm just trying to make it happen. You know, it's crazy because I remember hearing your name. And we were talking about this off-air. Uh, Sparkle and Willie B, who came uh, the other week, was talking about seeing you the first time opening up for Kendrick at the L Ray back here in, in L.A., man. Yeah. And I think before that... This one chick, shout out to Supreme, she's from Vegas, and we were doing a spotlight on, just, you know, we, we, we spotlight upcoming rappers, so that's what it is. And she was like, yo, you got to start spotlighting some folks from Vegas, and it was three artists, but I remember yours was the one that won that segment. And that's it was dope. It's like 2000, I want to say 2010 or 2011. Yeah. Forgot the name of the song, forgot all that shit, but yeah. your shit stuck out, and that's the same Thank thing you, that Sparkle man. and Willie B said, it's like, yo... Who is this kid? He's got a lot of energy. And, Word. you know, it's the test of times now. You still here holding your own, man. Yeah, so yeah, totally, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do, doing your thing. Now, now, how far, how long did you stay in Flint before you moved to Vegas? Um, I moved when I was three. Oh, okay, so it was real young. Yeah, I was young, little. No, no recollection of Flint at all? Uh, except my grandfather and my grandma was still there. Okay. My grandfather passed away in 08, but my grandma's still there. Okay, so you go back and get back and forth and still visit and all that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So what's, what's the Vegas scene, the Vegas life, man? Kind of talk about that you know as far as coming up and, and what introduced you to the hip-hop scene um well my mom was a concert promoter um when she was younger that's how she kind of got my mom was in the music industry she wow. kind of put the mic in my hand that's how it all started um i started off as a youth reporter Word. yeah when i was like eight years old so like you you go to the concerts and kind of talk about yeah like we things. did we went to like the summer jam yes, and dang. like my mom took us to the bt awards uh-huh. my mom was the road manager for bone thugs oh, um, nice. back in the day yeah, and um, that's just kind of how it all started, you know what I'm saying? She was, she kind of had her foot in the door, and, you know, we were struggling, and she kind of seen uh, Lil Bow Wow and Lil Romeo and all these young cats start taking off, yeah. you know, back in the day when I was young. She tried to come up with a group for me and my brother, and, you know, that's how we... We, you know what I mean? Wait, what so was the name of the group? Say, well, I want to know. Yeah, name was called uh, the Future. The Future. The Future. No, Duh. The Future. Yeah. Put the D A in yeah, there. Yeah, that right. D A. Yeah. The Future. The Future. Um, it's crazy. Uh, 
we actually got that name from Tyrese. Uh, we was doing like little interviews mm. at the BET Awards in the back. I had interviewed Nate Dogg. Get out of here! So yeah. like, what year is this? This was um ah oh, man the only the only reason I remember it is because it's the year that Bow Wow had his like the long straight hair okay, with okay, the matching yeah. little outfit uh-huh. with the glasses. Yeah, glasses. exactly. I, I can't remember what year that was, but I was young as hell. But you know, I met Tyrese and he was like, "These boys right here is the future right here." And my oh, mom was like, sweet. "Run it!" <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes, they good. are. <laughs> like you know, so that's how I kind of got into the music industry, mm-hmm. and then um I kind of let it go, you know, because my mom kind of let it go and you know then it, it just kind of when we really started getting our foot in the door and she was really trying to make it happen it just got like um fake you know okay. i learned about the the record the um the industry early wow. super early you know and i i realized that there was a certain kind of way that you had to be and um it didn't make me feel comfortable so it strayed me away from it when i got in high school I met a homie who had a studio in his room, and that was the game changer. Like, you know, like, my, oh, you can my thoughts. On your own. Yeah, my thoughts was always going to Big studios, studio, booking and time, and all that. You need producers, yeah. and you need this, and you need that. And, um, yeah, so when I started just doing it on my own, the love and passion was already there, and it was a wrap. So that, that independent mindset was already in there for me. I already knew what I didn't want to do. Wow. Instantly. I was already, I was in high school, and I already had been through it. Yeah. You know, I had more experience than the average person because my mom had already tried, like, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. She just tested with us, you know, really tried to push it to the limit. Now, were you doing showcases and things like that, too? Yeah, like I actually did. My, first, my very first show was out here in California. It was at a Magic Johnson event. Wow. He was holding, like, an event at a park. And um, I never forget. Uh, I opened for B2K before they blew up. Get out of here! Yeah, uh, Marcus Houston was there introducing his new group, B2K. B2K. That's crazy. And uh, I went on before. I went on before them, and um, I was so young. I was so. I'm trying to think. I, the only reason why I'm asking all this because I'm, I'm trying to see if there's possibly footage out there now. Yo, somebody got that on YouTube. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't. There, there was no YouTube when I was when no, I was doing like, these shows. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Somebody, I, I guarantee, with somebody the next year or so, somebody be like, wait a minute, hold on, I think, footage, I, I think I see. This, yeah, here's the, the future. Yeah, you know, dizzy over there. So, oh, actually, yeah, there's there's a footage. Um. I don't know of that uh, specific event, but I know there's future of the future out there. Yeah, Get we like in Las Vegas, they did like this little thing called like the Las Vegas Music Awards. Uh-huh. Um, this dude named Dre Banks, super cool dude. We're just trying to do something for the city to acknowledge the artists right. and allow me to come out and perform. And, and, you know, they gave me and my brother a little award. That's dope, man. And, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of something, something out there. I, I've been doing it for a very long time. Now, you mentioned wanting to put your city on the map. That's one thing that I never understood. Vegas being a, a big city as it is, everybody know, knows it for gambling. It's just a, it's, a, it's a big attraction for people to come there. Why do you feel like there's nobody that, quote, unquote, blows from Las Vegas like that? Well, it's hard, man. Uh, everybody comes to Vegas. Anybody yeah. who's hot is going to come to Vegas at least once a year. Yeah. And, you know, anybody who's hot. Like, you know, so we see everything. Mm. You know, whatever's hot, you know, everybody tries to jump on board. Um, and, 
because Vegas is so fast paced, you gotta you kind of have to take a super slow route. Like I took the super super slow route. Uh-huh. It's a lot of people that's just like I thought he would have been way big by now, but then it would have been taken away even quicker. Gotcha. You know, so I, I I'm I'm just doing it real slow so it sticks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that takes time. And I'm not trying to do it like anybody else. So sometimes, you know, I get, um, I kind of, my timing is not all the way A1. You know what I'm saying? So in Vegas, you know, we just got to be, we got to be the best at everything if we want somebody to, you know, to be a part of the hip-hop industry. I just feel like we got to be good at timing. The You got to be good at your real shit. You got to be able to party. It's a party city. Yeah, you no, know absolutely. what I'm saying? But it's a lot of people out there that's struggling. It's hot, yeah. agitated. Mm-hmm. Hot as hell. You got to be able to speak for them. Oh, and, um, yeah, you know, I think I'm doing a, a decent job. You know, I still got a lot of work to do, though. I, I, no, I definitely think that your name is synonymous with Vegas. Like, there's – and there's no shout to anybody else. If I'm missing anybody, please don't take it to any offense like that. But when you think of rappers Las Vegas, you obviously think of Dizzy Wright. But I, I just don't understand why – other artists haven't really popped like that to the point yeah. where, you know, you can mention three or four or five names. Like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Even if it's a fast-paced city, like, of course, New York, Mecca Hip Hop, it's a fast-paced city. A lot of different areas. Detroit. I mean, there's just different cities we can name that are supposedly fast-paced, and they still at least have somebody coming out of there. You know what I'm saying? So is it something within the city as well? Well, yeah. I mean, Vegas don't – the city of Vegas don't really support hip hop. So a lot of the people – think in order to do the shows on the strip and stuff you got to have that re- that that record oh, you know what i'm saying so everybody's trying to make the record and then if gotcha. the record don't work then they lose a little something's chipped away a little gotcha. bit you know and you know it might not seem like because there's i know artists in vegas for show that's been having making hits yeah you know what i'm saying like i mean songs that would go across better than mine would mm-hmm. just because like I'm speaking from a different perspective, from a struggle perspective, from my perspective, right. but in a poetic way. Like, that's kind of like how I like to do it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But there's people out there that's just riding the wave perfect. Yeah. Like, can be up there with everybody else, but don't got the drive. Mm. Um, giving it all, putting it all into one song, and then, you know, after that, I just been steady. Like, I haven't stopped since I started. Like, I'm about to drop my 14th project. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And it, that's not going to be praised until way down the line. Right, They're right. going to go back. They're going to be like, you hear my voice change through my music. You know what I'm saying? I sound like a little ass kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? From my music all the way yeah. when I was a little. <laughs> it don't sound nothing like me. That's crazy. And you can, you can hear the progression. You can hear the changes. Yeah. And, and what's dope about that is the fact that you understand that. A lot of, a lot of times artists will not necessarily get into the game, but. They'll start and feel like, yo, overnight, got to have it this, got to have it that way. Yeah. Not understanding the whole 10,000-hour rule, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to put your time in it. And you got to. And so do you feel like you, you got that uh, that seed was planted early on from seeing moms do stuff and kind of seeing you know artists come and go and seeing how the industry worked? Yeah, it was planted real early because it was a lot of stuff that I didn't like that I was doing, that my mom had me doing, that wasn't necessarily bad, just didn't feel like me. Like what? Um... You know, just like certain shit she wanted me to wear, I like say, your uh, clothing, my clothing, style. like if I wanted to put the peace sign up. Yeah. You know, sometimes she'd tell me some people think of that as the gang sign, gotcha, and like gotcha. she was just really cautious. And my mom, here's the thing: it's crazy because it's crazy how all this works. 
my mom wanted me to be a positive rapper. Mm. She wanted me to be like super positive okay. though. Like, and I'm like, it was hard for my friends to relate to some of the shit, <laughs> like, the, the <laughs> shit that I was on yeah. because it wasn't painting the the real the picture. picture. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the I was broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Struggling. We about to be in this shelter home for real. Mm. Being positive and happy and all that. I don't want to be talking about that right, shit. Right. You know, that shit made me feel crazy. Mm. And um, it strayed me away from music because I didn't want to be fake. And then as I got older, you start realizing that you can be positive. Right. And you, you can be a positive rapper and, and, and still, still speak, speak about, about your, your struggles. Struggle. Yeah. And still, you know, keep it 100. You just be who you are. You know, but it was a... We went down a real rough patch for me to understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, because it felt so unnatural for me mm-hmm. to just act like nothing wasn't happening in the real life situations. Like, nothing bad wasn't going on. Yeah. Like, it's like, we can't just ignore the fact that we sleeping over here. Or, like, or that we we busting our ass to go, you know, interview, mm-hmm. um, which I, I love my mama because Anytime she could give us an opportunity, she would. Yeah. It just wouldn't get us any money. It wouldn't get us out the hole we was in. Right. That was a problem for me. Mm. Going out of our way to try to impress niggas that already had it. Right, right, right. Y'all got it. Yeah. We going out <laughs> buying extra shit for one night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got a little brother, little sister. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it put me and my mom in a rough patch. I didn't like how it was the how the decisions was being made. For the music industry, you know, but she was just trying to make it work. Like, and, and she, but she installed something in me that you know, pretty much led me to be able to inspire people, yeah, change now, lives and shit. And and that's so so cool, man. Because I like the way you, you you wrote it back to the point of yo, you can still be positive and still get that message out. Yeah, just doing it the way you want to do it. Absolutely. Um, now. Two thousand. Well, you said two thousand seven, two thousand eight was when you were in the studio with your, your boy. He had the home studio. Yeah, two thousand, um, like two thousand eight. Okay. Yeah, and, and that forever changed the way you looked at the music industry because yo, I can do this on my own. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I had a I had a book of poetry, but I rhymed my poetry like raps. Okay, so I just it's pretty much raps, but I was just talking them. Gotcha, gotcha. You know. So then I started rapping them. Mm. That's how all my first music got created. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just I had like this, I was just putting all my thoughts down, but I was rhyming everything. And um, he started recording me. I started putting it on MySpace. That's crazy. So was it, was it more or less spoken word or was it like you were re- actually doing it to a beat? It was, it was, um, it was. When you, when you were creating, I'm saying. When you were creating, yeah, it was spoken word. Just spoken word. Okay. It was just spoken word. Yeah. Over music? Over nothing, nothing. no. Over nothing. Oh, it was okay. just words, yeah. Okay. So, I, but I was rhyming the words. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Yeah, That's how it. I kind of, you know, I was getting my like Def Jam poetry yeah, on a course, little bit. Yeah, of course, of course. And um, but I, I never in my mind thought that I would be able to record it because I know that like you need a big studio the, or something exactly like that. Exactly yeah, how yeah. I thought, that, what I knew the industry to be was. Hectic, right. you yeah. know. I was like, "Yo, it's hectic dealing with all them dudes in there, acting, telling you what to do, right, how right. to say it." You got the you know, executive just, suits. You got you thinking of all of yeah, that. I like you I know, and, and, a lot, and a lot of these niggas, you know, don't really 
ain't did nothing for nobody. They, right. But they got all the answers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you got to believe in a nigga that ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Got nothing popping yet. This is my mindset at the time. Absolutely. You know, I ain't thinking about building with somebody. I'm just like. I'm doing this for the money. Yeah, straight up. I'm, I'm doing this straight for my mama, yeah. to help moms. Yeah. You know, whatever to help her, that's it. But then it just got all crazy. Yeah. 2008, though, um, in Vegas, you know, uh, I was kind of like the popular kid, and I started throwing parties and stuff. And um, I started um, playing music for the parties. Like, I started making music for the club. Like, when the homie... I got cool with the DJ, and he told me he would play my music. That was a little game changer. That was kind of mm-hmm. like the shift in my life right there, because I was like, okay, well, damn, yeah, let's let me, well, yeah. let's let's test this out. You know, I started making music strictly for the club, and um, when I first seen it, when I first seen people dancing to my music. Oh man, it changed right there. I like, was like, oh. oh man, shifting my yeah. world right. happened. <laughs> I, I was, think I'm back. Going, Yo, going from, from and something I recorded, you know, with the homie in his mm-hmm. crib. You know what I'm saying? And so I just started using my platform to promote these parties, promote my music, play my music when I can't, whatever. You know, just really push my name in people's ear. I didn't want to get paid for anything that was regarding my music, though. Mm, Why's that? Cause in Vegas, people just stray away from you if they feel like you're trying to hustle them. But how? Do, okay, so that, that's a good point. But how? You know, you saying you want to do this for the money, and yeah. at the same time, this is what you love. No, nah, see, now. I wanted to do it for the money when I was young. Oh, okay, so 2008. So this, no, I mean, when you, I'm when talking you, like 2000. No, no, no. I'm saying 2008. Yeah, it was a different story. Okay. Um, of course, at the time, I wasn't like I didn't get out of high school. Like I'm about to get rich got off you, of got you, got you. music. Got you. Like, I'm like, I, I, niggas ain't going to, I mean, I wasn't expecting anybody to buy my music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, but if I could make a, a little mixtape and, and sell it for $5 on the side or whatever, you give a bunch out do. for free yeah. and spread the name and see what happens, well, you know, we'll see where we take it. You know, I just dibble and dab into the hustle. And then that work, that, you know, them $5 mixtapes just start turning into $1,000. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I had my little my little situations on yeah, the side helping yeah, me course, out. Of you know what I'm saying? Supporting yeah. the quality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, from there, man, I was able to just invest in myself. Damn. So okay, with with that being said, coming out doing your thing, like the internet being, you know, the the thing is with you is it's such a unique situation is that you've known what the industry is like pre-internet and then internet fully based yeah so you you it's not like you don't know how things are prior to that so yeah what was the adjustment like for you like being in the world well damn i can upload my song and thousands of people or hundreds of people or however many people can hear it versus oh. having to go out to different showcases handing out music you know doing you know what's funny way. is if you talk to somebody big and rap in vegas that's doing it anybody that's coming up that knows the dizzy Wright story uh-huh. they'll tell you that nigga was ahead of everybody. Damn, so you knew the trends. When I seen social media, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is this is different. Yeah. This is the you could get your music. You know, MySpace wasn't even updated with their music pages right, yet. Yeah. I was already just ready for it. Yeah. They just was updating it and updating it and updating it, and I was already on top. I hopped on it as soon as I realized that I could reach people. Mm. Um 
and I I did I did know the difference between reaching people the before the internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What you would have had to do. Um, and there's a there's a few artists that I feel would have, you know what I mean? If they utilize the internet better, but I instantly hopped on it. Um, I was annoying as hell. But I hey, send my music to everybody. In the inboxes. Yeah, I was putting on a page. Twitter jail, <laughs> all that shit. All them artists out there that's that's doing, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody has a come up. All I knew is that people didn't barely even thought people lived in Vegas. Mm. So when I say, yo, I'm a, I'm a rapper from Vegas, and then I, I don't I don't tell people that I'm from Flint. I let people know I'm born in Flint. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. From, I'm not, I haven't been there. Right, I don't right. know shit about Flint. Can't relate to that. I can't really relate to Flint besides my family. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know the shit they go through, the water crisis, all the course, bad shit. You know. Um, but I mean, yeah. So just coming out and just trying to be a a real representative for Vegas, it was a it was a task. I can imagine, man. And and like I said, I don't know if if anything because we we kind of went through that here on the west. Well, on the west. I'm sorry, in LA. Um, with with the whole hip hop scene, uh, kind of after um, the Death Row tree, you know what I'm saying? Right. We had a, little, a, a wave of new artists, the New West, and it was just kind of tough for motherfuckers to get on the radio and do shit like that. Yeah. And it kind of created a sense of crabs in a barrel over here, and, mm. and it was kind of hurting the industry. You know mm. what I'm saying? But then around 2008, 2009, that's when Ty got on, Ty and uh, YG did two of the boot, and that just forever changed the whole dynamic of, yeah. of L.A. hip-hop. Exactly. And that whole scene. Um, but it, is it the same thing in terms of the unity out there? Is there a unity issue, or is it just the – or it, let, let me just ask that. Is it, is it a unity, unity issue between artists out there, too? Or it's a, little, it's a little unity issue, man, because here's the thing. Everybody expects you to put them on, mm-hmm. or expects you to, and that's exactly why that's the, the older thing. the older generation of, of of artists out here were doing the same thing. They was like, "Look, the Dre's and whoever's, they were like, man, we're not gonna put you on. You got to get hot yourself." Yeah, and then the youngers young didn't understand that. They were just like, "Man, you my big homie. You should put me on." Yeah, exactly. It was a misunderstanding between the two, and it make me understand niggas like Dre and Snoop mm-hmm. so much more. Cause I'm like in that position right now, you know what I'm saying. But I'm still trying to create this platform. Right. But it looks so good from the outside. Like mm. to them, you on. Right. Right. You could do. You could put everybody yeah, on. Sign me now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, man, that's the thing in Vegas. Like, there's a lot of people that's just cool with being the man in the city, mm. the man in their neighborhood. You know. Um. You know they. Their little section of the their world is praising them, and they think they got it. Yeah. They think they they own it. And, and you know, I was, I went out there and did them awkward shows with you know people just twenty people just standing at me. Yeah, yeah. Putting in, r- reminding them that if y'all go talk about it, more people will come. Right. You know, right. and going back and that shit being sold out. Mm. You know, so like. Until the artists in Vegas are willing to go out there and take that extra step to just do the things that ain't gonna always look good on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know they they only gonna you only gonna get so far. Right. You know what I mean? So, and and the unity thing, I think I'm gonna play a big part in the unity thing when it when it really starts to happen. Because right now I'm about to start a new label. I'm gonna start my own label, do it the right way, okay. give like Vegas a real record label. That's dope. A platform, you know what I'm saying, and just try to take it there and pick dope artists from everywhere. But there's some artists that I know I can definitely put in a position 
good solid dudes, you know what I'm saying, to get it in. They just need a little push. Mm-hmm. And they just need to get out of the, the situations that they in gotcha. at the moment. Um, but other than that, man, it's going to be all good. We got a um, question from someone on Twitter. And they said, what do you want to achieve with the new label? And what kind of artists are you looking to sign? Yeah, I'm looking to sign all kind of um, artists. I, I want to, it's crazy because getting out of funk volume was not necessarily my decision. You know what I'm saying? It was the owners really just kind of called it quits. But I love the way that Funk Volume was run, was ran. You know what I'm saying? I want to run it similar to how we did it over at Funk Volume. I just want to give artists the opportunity to be themselves. I want to choose and and believe in artists that believe in themselves and already have a kind of a creative direction for where they want to go. And not just be placed where they want to be placed. I don't want to just place anybody. I want to feel like, okay, this thing can go here. He can do this. He can. And I want just open-minded artists, positive people, not looking for the most hip-hop positive music. You can make whatever kind of music you make, as long as you're a good person. And uh, I think you could just do be successful in life now, with now, that mindset. What, what's uh, the name of the label? Still moving. Still moving. Still okay, moving. okay. With, with Dame, still rolling with Dame. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. So look, we we had Hobson on a few months back, man. We we talked about the whole situation to him, mm. uh, one to 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 dissolve the label and kind of go part ways. And we asked him specifically uh, about you, and I'm like, yo, dude, like, why, like, what's going on? Because from from this perspective on the outside, the statement that you put on face, uh, Facebook, right? Yeah. Just kind of like just giving your two cents about the whole situation. I just felt like you were being real honest with the whole situation. Like, dude, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but the shit is, you know, obviously it's a, it's a rap right now. Yeah. And we asked him, I'm trying to pull up the little audio of what he said and shit. Okay, so at McDonald's. Oh, I heard this. Or just, I mean, someone who works at the cashier, the, the cashier at, the, um, at McDonald's, you know, they can, they can sell the food and everything. Now, if someone came up to McDonald's and they went to that person at, at the register saying, man, McDonald's, they, they put poison in the french fries and the burgers. That cashier ain't going to really know about all that. They just, they'll be like, look, I just work here. I just get my paycheck and, and leave. But if they try to defend the boss going, nah, man, I, 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 I get the, I, it, gets, it gets delivered here and, you know, we cook it. We don't do nothing. It's like, nah, the back end, back end, like you don't have access to. They're putting poison in the shit. Dizzy's like the, he's like the cashier where he don't, <laughs> he don't get to see what's happening at the corporation where the french fries and the burgers are actually made and developed where the meat is being processed right. and all that. He just sees the finished product of it, and then he just gets paid his money. He, he has no access. Like, I'm, all right. So, um, obviously, I was responding to, you know, when he had Il, Il, Minor Hobson 8. He was talking about the whole situation. And I know things are kind of dissolved at this point. I don't want to rehash anything, but I do want to get your response as to yeah. how do you feel about him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Hop a crazy one, man. Um, here's the thing. Um, the communication just wasn't there. Like, the whole McDonald's, like, Hop, like, do these, like, weird comparisons sometimes. Um, people got to understand it's, it's, it's one man running the business side of Funk Volume. Mm-hmm. And even if that was the problem... We could have did something about it. Um, I know everything about me. I know everything about the burgers being made for Dizzy Wright. You know what I'm saying? I'm the cashier and the, the owner and the person that 
you know, talks to the person that makes the burgers for me. You know what I'm saying? I So I wouldn't know about Hobson's situation, but I communicate with Dame about my situation, so I'm very open about it. Um, Hobson hasn't seen anything that I haven't seen. You know what I'm saying? And I get how he might think that the numbers are a little weird after having an attitude and, you know, not wanting to deal with somebody who doesn't think he works hard. But here's the thing, man, like, Dame told Hop he didn't work hard. That's why the label's over. It wasn't money problems. That wasn't a problem. He was mad that he told him he didn't work hard. He blocked him. I asked this. I'm like, bro, y'all are grown men, bro. You should talk to him. He didn't want to talk to him. I had to get on the phone with these niggas like, you know, no no disrespect, but like my little brothers. Right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Trying to hash it out. Right, right. And uh, Dame said he didn't work hard again. And he wasn't telling them that he don't work hard, but how he worded it, I mean, he was telling them that, but he wasn't telling them that in the sense of like, nigga, you don't work hard at all. Mm-hmm. It's like your homie telling you like, yeah, you... You work hard on making the music, right, right. creating the There's music, things you need to step but up you're on. not pushing the music. Right. You're not posting about the music. You're not telling your fans to go get the music. Mm-hmm. You're not doing everything in your power to get it out of there because you're drained after you do everything for yourself. So I feel like Hobson is the type of person, he a new, he's a new nigga now. <laughs> he's a new nigga now, but, you know. Nigga, new nigga he, alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he didn't fuck with nobody. He didn't want to work with nobody. He wanted to do everything by himself, and I think that that drained him. And I think when it was really time to push himself, Dame really wanted him to go harder. And, you know, I, they clashed. And from there, it was a communication problem. What, what I, I, I did like that you said in that. I mean, I, I pretty much I agree with the whole post and, and what you put, but uh, you, you pretty much was like, look, man, Dame has made mistakes just like any person. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was it felt it felt like a balance of the conversation between. So okay, yeah, he made mistakes, but look, let's we can hash this out and talk. You know what I'm saying? Make make shit go right. You know, figure shit out. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to look this shit up, man. I'm sorry, I had this shit written up right here. It's my bad. But there's no tension between you and Hobson at this point. Uh, there's a little tension. Like, I haven't talked to him since all of this. Y'all still haven't talked? We yeah. haven't talked since I talked to him that day when I was trying to keep him on the the line, the label. Because mm-hmm. for me, this was fixable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt like for what, especially for what we put into the label, right. he could have... He could have, you know, straightened Dame the fuck out. Right. Easy. Right. Like, when we was on tour, I was upset, bro. Mm-hmm. When we was on the Funk Volume tour, I was dead-ass upset, you know? And I started feeling like, you know, like, we not going hard enough for this label. Mm. So you, you're upset at the fact that you weren't you guys as a collective weren't going hard as a, as a collective we wasn't working together enough mm-hmm. we wasn't like was it was there a statement that you said something like we should be we should be doing what TDE is doing or something to the man something to the extent of that simply because they're working together right, right. and they and when one person is dropping everybody, something everybody you'll see it on all the social media everybody is exactly. 
And with Hop, it ain't it ain't been like that with Hop. You know what I'm saying? I, I know he he wants. Now he got his new label, and he's probably gonna do everything better. But sometimes you just gotta be real with the fact that maybe you just didn't like what you created. You know what I'm saying? But you brought niggas into a situation to be loyal to you, and then you just kind of wiped your hands with it. What about Dame? Like nigga, I put my life into Funk Volume and helping build the brand of. Funk volume, you know what I'm saying? So when we were on tour and the shows weren't as big as I thought they were going to be, and, like, there was a time where they moved us down. They moved, the show was so small that they moved us down that we couldn't use the lights in the back. Like, we couldn't use our lights that we pay for every night. And they wasn't, and they was acting like it wasn't a big deal. And I was furious, bro, because I'm like. They meaning the the promoters or the people that's putting on the show? Funk volume. Funk volume, the whole crew. And me, bro, I'm I'm furious because I know that we could do better. Like, and it's not about somebody doing it for us. It's about us pushing it harder. Gotcha, gotcha. I felt like Hop needed to kind of Hop had the biggest platform. Mm-hmm. He needed to do a little more for the shows. Mm-hmm. He needed just like he he doing promotional videos now yeah. and all this shit, the shit that, that I ain't never seen doing. this nigga yeah, do yeah. like on his own for the label that we were representing. Like, you know, so. When all of this blew up with Dame, I feel like he kind of flipped that frustration and made it seem like I was already upset with Dame about what was going on. And I'm like, okay, all right, I I see how he flipped that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, nigga, I was was upset, and I was installing something in us to go harder Mm -hmm. for the label. This was the end of the year last year. So when the year started, my mindset was like, yo, we need to go hard this year. Don't we can't be bullshitting. And before the year was over, we was touring in Australia and Hobson had Dane Block the whole time. I could not get the nigga to talk to him. Bro, for weeks, I'm talking about weeks. We we talking about the label was over within three conversations. Three conversations. Wow. Like, I mean, like, not even face to face. Like, we talking about this is the weirdest shit that I've ever dealt with in my life. And it's just I don't know. I just don't rock with this whole like process. How it's been. Well, one thing that you did say too, you said like, "Yo, it, I blame the fans because you give him the fuel for you know the controversy." When when you do shit, you respond. And I asked him. I was like, "Dude, is this for the gimmick? Like, yeah. can you see how people can understand or think that this is just for the look?" And he was like, "No, no, this is." Uh, and he really was adamant about Dame and and you guys having conversations prior to that, and you guys were amped up and all mad that. You guys want to get paid the same thing, and now right. things were changed up, like, all of a sudden. So, Bro, it wasn't nothing like that. Like, it wasn't nothing like that, man. It wasn't money problems. Like, I don't know. I, I seen it when I was on tour with Logic. I seen the interviews and shit he was doing, and I, he just ran with that, you know? Like, it's, I, I think I heard him one time say this shit similar to N.W.A. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah he did. I mean... That's like, that's like easy being alive and dissing ruthless, leaving ruthless and dissing ruthless. Something right. that he started. Yeah. This ain't like Cube leaving. Cube right, ain't right, start right, ruthless. Right, right. This, this is, is Hobson's label. label. This is, label. Yeah. This is Hobson's vision. This always has been. It, it, he's always had a say so in everything. You know. There's been, you know, he don't always step up to the plate and be the leader that we need him to be sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the minute that it's time to be controversial, that nigga's a master at that shit. 
like, and just all the talking about all the money, making it seem like this was some NWA shit. It was just, it's just a lot, man. Cause it's just like we could have straightened Dame out. I know that you know Hop wanted a new manager. Um, we was just talking about the conflict of how having a having a manager manage three artists and run the label. Mm. You gotta understand, it was easy when we wasn't shit. Right, right, but it's a lot. When we was on. just coming up, yeah. now we're getting bigger. We have to make harder decisions. That don't mean you bash the nigga. That don't mean you make it seem like he trying to take all the money. That just means we gotta boss up and make them hard decisions. And then if Dame starts acting like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? That's a different thing. But you know, there was there was just a t- how Hop went about wanting to get a new manager. I think bothered Dame, and Dame has real emotions, and he responded with real emotions, and yeah, man, that that shit just clashed because of the miscommunication. Not only that, you know, I've I've never even said this in an interview or anything, but I just don't think Hobson really rocked with me like that. Like that's just me being honest with it. You know, why do you think that is though? Well. I never like I never had Hop call me and be like, "Yo, we should get in the studio." Like, I've been in the studio. I've been with Funk Volume four years. Mm-hmm. I've been in the studio with Hop twice. So that 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 right there, and that's like weird. I never like a lot of the shit that he doing right now. I've never seen. Like I've never got that. I've been the the adamant one on the label. Right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? That's why you, you see me the most. Yeah. I'm hungry. You know what I mean? But I've been trying to be hungry with the squad. Got you. Make that funk volume presence for real. Versus you know what I'm saying? Yourself. Yeah, of course. And Jaren does a really good job, but here's the thing. Dame's energy didn't match with what Jaren has going on. And I can say that Jaron had a, a manager. He had a management so crew like, when he, he came. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he lost his homie. Yeah. And after that, he lost his his other homie didn't pass away, but when it's, they went their separate raids and Jaron's kind of ended up with Dane. Mm-hmm. So him him his situation is a little different because he didn't come into the shit with Dane. Like Hop came in with Dane. Like we're talking about this is like me dissing the niggas that put a roof over my head. Right, right. Before I could even put a roof on my kid's head, yeah. like, regardless of what happens in life, I'm never going to disrespect them nigga or diss them niggas, and no matter what happens, even if them niggas do, I'm just never going to do that because it's just like, you just got to know. Certain lines you just don't cross at that point. And it's like, where you, where, where was your, lo- where was the loyalty at? I mean, I see a lot of shit, and I just say that because I'm, I'm watching Hop right now. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I see him stepping his swag up. I see him doing a lot of the shit. That's like, damn! I, I never seen you do that for fun. I got Funk Volume tatted on my leg. Yeah, I, I'm like, I got the logo tatted on my leg. Like I've been out here, nigga, pushing your label. Yeah. This your label. Yeah. This ain't my label. You know what I'm saying? I'm pushing your label, and you just like don't want to be a part of it no more. And now the niggas that's on your label all of a sudden cash registers, and yeah. we don't know nothing, yeah. and like. Nigga, I thought this was that, a family, yeah. homie. And I, I seen I seen the documentary too, man. That's that's what threw me off the most. I'm like, dog, oh, y'all y'all had it seemed like y'all had the camaraderie the, as right, brothers. The like chemistry y'all, was y'all really there. had the chemistry. Yeah. But to hear that you guys only been in the studio, and it's not even about that. But that plays a 
big role into it. And well, you got to understand, Hobson didn't like to work with people. He only wanted to work by himself in his crib. Mm. And it wasn't, this is new, the nigga working with all these different people. I've, like, you know. I think at this point, because it's like you're forced to do shit by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got, I think at this point now, when you don't have, like, a team like you guys around, you kind of like, oh, shit, let me hit the blocks and show these niggas that I can Well, he shit. didn't really, I mean, he didn't really utilize the team. Like, you got to. But I'm saying, when you don't have that, going oh, into a situation now, it's yeah. like, okay. Well, but it, but, it feel, but it's like you could have did that with the team. team. Right, right, right. But see, some people don't necessarily need to be with the team to succeed. But they this is the be. team you I created. Know, but, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> It's your, your child. You, tell, right you don't here. want a team, but you made it. We yeah, see it yeah. like that, but when you bring other talented people into your in, into your creative space, it yeah. might dim your light True. more than help the next person. You know, but what I you mean? went and started another team. Mm. Yeah. So you gonna find somebody that just don't dim your light that right. just kind of stays gonna, under you. Some people, situation. some people like nah, that. They want the people would, to be under them versus being on top. I, I said, I said this to him, and I say it here again. It was a it's a deeper issue that the motherfucker ain't talking about. Yeah. That that we just don't know, and maybe he probably can't even process. Yeah. Maybe that that's not in the public at this point in time. I'm telling you that. That's why I said that, man. And I know people are gonna be like, "What? Yeah. He, what? He? They? He don't? Man, yeah. I, like I got a lot of love for Hobson, man. And that's because I I put my loyalty, you know. First, yeah. you know, when it comes to him, it's been a lot of shit that Hobbs did that I ain't rock with, mm-hmm. you know, that I ain't going in social media and blast a nigga about or call a nigga, no, you no know, no kind of names like, like nigga, you know, I just know niggas are who they are and they going to grow the way they grow. You know what I'm saying? I just never expected him to take an issue and, you know, from his family, like funk, the Funk Volume family. And use that to try to benefit his career. You know what I'm saying? That's when I'm just like, you know, that's when I just throw my hands up, man. Because it's like. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I see it. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Especially at the fact that if the music that you do, you know controversy is what sells. Yeah. You know, you came in the game like that. What's going to be the biggest shit that's going to get more attention and more views at this time? It sucks that it comes you know, at the sacrifice of loyalty and friendship and shit like that. But I'm low I'm I'm low key not surprised. I'm like, yeah. damn, they just saying you have a track. All my homies say the same thing. Like all my big homies just the, the, like the people in my corner like, you know, look at this shit way differently than anybody. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that, you know, they feel like they could see this shit from a mile away. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And me, man, I'm blinded cuz I'm loyal, dog. Like I'm I'm out here just like you know it is what it is. Like I'm I, I'm just thinking like I'm on this nigga label. Yeah. At the end of the day, boss up and let him know. Yeah, straight up. Nigga, this nigga I, I still put this nigga on, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But when I came in, you know, Dame, Dame helped change my life, yeah, bro. So like, you can't just walk I away see from niggas that. bashing Dame. I'm like, yeah. Dame is like the most subtle nigga in the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he helped me become a man. Like, he wasn't trying to fuck me over. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, never have been. Like, he's always been trying to get me to look at things and do things the best way. So, and I know it's been the same for Hop. Mm-hmm. I know it's been the same, but I know that. 
Hop felt very disrespected. His feelings got hurt. That Hop, honestly. that Dame said that he didn't work hard, and the way that Dame worked, I t- it's great. Cause I got on Dame head, bro. I mean, I was furious with Dame. Like I don't want like, people to think that, that yeah. I wasn't mad. Yeah. Like, but I, it wasn't a situation to not Dissolve get over. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't a situation. You're not just supposed to let little things like that. You know what I'm saying? Words really um, mess up a franchise. But he just started going to look at the money, and he was like, "Man, he think I don't work hard, right. but he making all this money." Yeah, you all this money off of this at. artist, this artist, yeah. this artist. You making too much money to tell me I don't work hard. I'm like, I, re- I respect that shit. I told Dan, you don't tell a man that you don't, he ain't working hard when you making money off of him. Right. Kind of niggas you. Yeah. You fucked up. Mm-hmm. Apologize. Blocked the whole way, though. You know what I'm saying? Nigga can't even fix it if he blocked. Wow. And... So Dame never even got to be the good nigga. He never got to go back and be like, man, look, I fucked up. I worded the shit wrong. So I had to go and be translate. Right. Hop, look, man, I talked to Dame. He apologized. I got on his head, my nigga. Yeah. He ain't mean it like that. You know, he just saying, bro, you got to he you got to go a little harder for sure. yourself. You know what I'm saying? But he worded it wrong. Can you talk? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Damn. And from there, nigga, it's been no funk volume. Wow. That's an ego, though. You know, man, y'all, when y'all ego get tampered with, y'all don't feel too good. Nah, word. Y'all go hard. Like, yeah. I'm done. You testing my manhood. That's kind of like how he felt yeah. from what I got on, at, on the internet. It, it, was, I mean? it wasn't worth but, it. But, it to, definitely but to dissolve it. a label, label though? Yeah, no, I feel you it. on that. That shit is, like, I'm talking about, like, I'm, I, was, I was blown away. I was blown away. I'm like, nigga, you don't want to be a part of the Label, label you created, you created what do you all right so what not like me. nigga what yeah, like right. um, you want me to rap something different totally different nigga and not rock with somebody that's been like you said helped you to become a man and see that i guess that's that's we'll get on two more questions and we'll kind of move on with this but one that was one thing he said. I said, so you guys still cool to this day? With- me, me and Jaren, we have a relationship, like a, a cool relationship that's not going to be broken. But the other dudes, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't call. They don't, they don't really keep in touch. And but do you feel like you're doing the same thing as far as reaching out to them? Or how, how no, because I know, I, I, no, I, I, I've been reaching out to them. The okay. thing is, I, 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 keep, I try to stay on top, but, but it's me, it's me only. It's only, it was only, it's only like me trying. So I just um, same with Dame or no? I don't reach out to Dame. Fuck Dame. All right, so we already saw that part, but. Was that the case? Did, did he reach out at that point to you guys, or and, and there was no communication back, or was it the other way around? Because I think that Hop did reach out to me and tell me that, um, you know, I could come and be with him. I could come and be with him over at Undercover Prodigy. Okay. I'm just not gonna. Fo- I'm just not gonna follow behind a nigga that would leave his own label. Right. Now, I mean, you had me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was loyal as fuck. You yo know bad. what I'm saying? Like, this yo label. This the funk, nigga. Like, we went out in the world and installed this shit in people. Nigga, you installed this in me for me to install this in people, and now you just walking away from it? We just supposed to make them represent something different? Something different, yeah. For, for what? What's the reason, though? Like, what's my reason? Like, I couldn't get you two niggas to talk it out like men? Yeah. Like, nigga, nah, I'm cool, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, I reached out to the nigga, like, to fix the label that he started. Uh-huh. Not to respond to Not to, to jump to on a new situation. label that 
what you gonna what you gonna do differently? You know what I'm saying? Like that we can't do on the one we started. I just feel like there is a uh, there was starting to become an attachment to funk volume. Hops in funk volume, people start straying away. Like even when we were in, you know, um, like you know how I, I, I Hop say we got a bullshit deal. We chose that bullshit deal. Yeah, like you can't be mad at the situation that you. Nigga, we chose to go that yeah. together. However naive we all were at the time. Like nigga, it doesn't matter. We wanted a label deal. Yeah. We didn't want them to come in and do everything for us. Mm-hmm. So when the album dropped and they wasn't doing everything for us, we just kind of felt like, well, why we put the name on there then? Yeah. Like, why we even do that? Right. We got a we got the shit in a few stores. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's small steps. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, whoopty woop woop whoop. And, and you, you just got to keep building those relationships. Go to these different radio stations. And I was doing shit I had never done. I was doing the radio interview. I, was, I never did radio. I never toured and went to the radio yeah. and promoted my shit. It was different. Yeah. It just wasn't, like, I didn't get on no TV shows. I didn't get on an arena tour. I didn't get nothing that, you know, you would think, like, when they sign a big deal, they going to get yeah. all of this shit. We didn't go in there and boss up how we should have bossed up or we should have waited. But we went in there and we got the deal that we asked for. And they gave us exactly what we asked for and we didn't like it. Period. And, like, it, it wasn't to blame anybody. It was no blame on nobody. We made that decision together as Funk Volume. Whether we should put it out, if we should not put it out, how we wanted to go about it. Like, you know, there was a time... This is this is this is crazy, man. This is crazy because I ain't even talked about this shit yet, you know. But now I'm just like, there's a time, man, where where Dame did a retreat for us, man, because we wasn't working together. Damn. Like, nigga, put us all in one house. Like, them, these niggas probably laugh about this right now. You know what I mean? Like that. It was that serious that he felt like he had to bring us in a retreat and do these different things with us to be able to like start working on music together just to sit down and talk about the plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Me, Swiss, Jaren, and Hop. You know what I'm saying? And there was, you know, it was, it was y'all, a little. Y'all doing like trust tree shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? When you stand there, you, come on back. Fall back. back fall three. back. Two. Don't, let me, don't let me drop, nigga. Hop, don't drop me. Like that. That. Don't drop me. Nah, nah. Niggas I can just see y'all in, 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 in a house for y'all niggas. Nah, hell nah. I was decking off smoking. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Nah, it was cool though, man. Um, but I, I just noticed back then, Hop didn't want to do that. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was some underlying. It shit. was this. Just I don't, I don't think Hop because you know. And here's the thing: Hop has created a fan base that's anti damn near everything. Establishment, you know, yeah. they anti religion, mm-hmm. anti trap music, anti uh, whatever, whatever like anti whatever seems Hollywood or mainstream. Everybody's so caught up in those two words, Hollywood and mainstream. You know what I'm saying? And his fans are so anti everything, smoking weed, and then and then you got Dizzy Wright, this, and then he like like you know got the real raw fucking. Angry style, and I come all happy, peaceful, right, right. with my peace signs up, and my vibe is just different, and I think it clashed with Hop, and I think that's, I don't know, I've never talked to him about this, but this is how he made me feel, gotcha. even with how he ended it, like how, it would have been hard for me to walk away from a label with Hobson and Jaren, you know, right. like I would have been, 
It would have took more than Dame. Just for me, I'm a different nigga. Right, I can't right. speak for Hop. You know what I'm saying? I get it if he feels like whatever. But it just would have took a lot more for me to walk away. I just feel like that, that created the way he should have saw it, in my personal opinion, is that that creates that balance. Yeah, you, you have a different style than him, but that doesn't mean you guys have to clash. If anything, you guys, two worlds, can benefit by knowing each other. Like, yo, yeah. I may not rock what you like that money. I may not smoke. But I like the, the, the vibes that you give off, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or whatever the case may be. And then it's just a lot of behind-the-scenes shit. Just like, you know, when I was dropping shit, and I know that we was, you know, Funk Volume. When I got with Funk Volume, you know, Dame was just like, you know, man. Dame was really the one that reason I signed, mm-hmm. you know, because he, I liked his, the vision, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I liked how it was being controlled. Did Hop? Approach you to, to to sign or nah nah nah. I was doing a competition like a little Def Jam and Chic Music competition, uh-huh. and um, they went to these different cities and picked three artists from every city and brought them out here to Cali and did a competition in a mall. Oh, and they picked a winner. I won that shit, and Dame was there. Crazy, and that's crazy. and that's when he first approached me and whatever. And then you know I was able to just make it work. I came out and Hopper and Hopper was cool. Swizz was cool. Hobson was super cool. You know what I'm saying? But Dame was the one that was in my face. Introduced you to the whole Talking. Situation. You know, he's the one who talked me through a lot of the things that I have to do as an artist. You know what I'm saying? On a different le- on an independent level, uh, he had a better understanding than a lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, playing devil's advocate, right? If Dame's the one that brought you in, if Hop would say, okay, we're going to keep the, yeah. the label going. Let's get rid of Dane because of X, Y, and Z. In his mind, where he feels like these are the problems, and you saw those problems too, would that be a situation for you to say, okay, let's keep it, no pun intended, let's keep it moving with this funk vibe situation without Dane? Yeah. Yeah, off the rip. Okay. If Dane, if, if, if it was nothing that absolutely could not be worked out with, nigga, you know what I'm saying? We just would have had to make that hard decision with Dane. For the for the legacy, man. Right, right. For the legacy, you like the legacy's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I had so much faith in this. I was praying about this legacy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nobody was supposed to fuck that up. Yeah. Like we just gave away something good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, God works in mysterious That's ways because I feel like maybe that wasn't my position to be up under a nigga that maybe not didn't rock with me like that. Right. right. You know what I mean? Maybe that wasn't my place to be. You know, I'm tagging along with a nigga, holding him down, and you know, I'm. If he diss a nigga and they don't like him, they don't they like don't me. Like you, right. Right. Guess what? In. I take that L too. I take that L <laughs> right. with you, nigga. Going, Fuck it. Yeah. But nigga, like I, that's why I try to get. Shit, the, that's right? why I try to exactly. Yeah. That's why I try to get the nigga to tone down on the dissing, and don't don't make your career about dissing niggas who out here trying to feed their family. Right. For no reason, because you don't like them, bro. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's yeah. like, nigga, we have a job to do in life. Yeah. How we get it done is, that's our own choice, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just diss niggas for trying to f- feed their family, however the fuck they do it. You know what I'm saying? You just got to try to make sure they're not going down the wrong path. We over here, can't we just dogging niggas just grinding? Like, whatever. I'll take that L with you, my nigga, because right, I'm riding with right, you. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, damn, now all of a sudden, nigga, now you... Damn, yeah, you don't even want no parts of this now. Now you just leave me out here and I'm like, oh, nigga. So I'm just supposed to rep. I'm just supposed <laughs> to rep. Really He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm supposed to just rep your label with yeah. you not here. Yeah. 
Come on, man. I'm not. First of all, I'm not a follower, nigga. It took a lot for y'all to get me here. I didn't want to do this for this reason. I don't trust niggas. Right, right. So this just for simply this reason. Yeah. You niggas don't got you not you niggas ain't loyal to your own shit. Like nigga, that's why I'm like I gotta do my own thing, man. It's an eye opener in the. Step, I gotta do my down. own thing, man. Let's take a quick pause. I want to make sure we got enough uh, camera time. We good? How much time we got on that? Okay, cool. We good. What's up with the music? Yeah, though? man. Let's New music, get to man. Seven oh two. Yes, sir. Uh, EP yeah. man. It's coming out uh, July. July 2nd? Yeah, July, July Saturday. Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, seven oh two. I mean, so I mean, we, it kind of comes full circle. We were talking about your, your roots from Vegas and putting on and this that. So, what is the seven oh two EP, man? Um, seven oh two is the area code of Vegas. Mm-hmm. No, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That. I'm oh, saying, I'm, I'm just letting the people that oh, okay. maybe don't hey, know. There we go. There we yeah, go. Got hey, you. Got they're you. Like, What's the seven oh two for? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm really just trying to give them some fun music for the summer. Okay. Um, Catch the timing a little better. I want to be able to hear my music at the football games, yeah. basketball games, um, pool parties, all that good stuff. Plus, I'm going to be in Vegas a lot this summer, so I want to be able to just pop up and turn up with a bunch of different people. Oh, oh. And I don't want to go in there and, you know, just be trying to make niggas think. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time. Change the whole mood. <laughs> time yeah, in the season saying. for that, man. But I'm just really trying to have some fun, and uh, I just do some little jewels in there about the city, and just hopefully they rock with it. Gotcha. So this is a, 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 a not gonna say complete opposite, but something a little different than the, the wisdom and good vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's different, way different. Yeah, um, it's different, man. That's, I mean, that's a good thing. You, you got, I think that's one thing that you got to show your fans is versatility. Like, absolutely, you can't be in one same lane the whole entire time. You'll have something for them. This way, but you gotta throw some other shit too to show, like, yo, I got this, and it's gonna introduce you to new fans. Yeah, so. hey, not, but it, the hardest thing right now is just that getting out of funk volume. I'm, I'm getting out of, I'm trying to get my, detach myself from the anti fans. Got you. And, and I don't, I, I can't atta- um, detach myself from anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I really just want to so re- reintroduction. Some, yeah, some I want to be able to reach new people that just enjoy. That's probably going to be turning up and mm-hmm. not the kids that are just waiting for something real to come out. Like, you know, I just hope hope I can reach everybody so everybody can turn up. So uh, you're kind of going back to your roots because you said you started off with the party yeah, music. And going back. And it's that. crazy because they're like, go back to the uh, yeah. old Dizzy. And I'm like, man. People going to say one thing I or the did. other, man. Look. Yeah. I, I, I did. did. Y'all ain't Dizzy. been around long I enough. Did. You know what I mean? But, but Vegas, that's why I called it 702 EP because Vegas, no. Mm-hmm. They remember them functions. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? They remember we had cool little themes. We had it popping. It was yeah. it was going up. So I'm just trying to jump back into the world. I've just been doing what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just ready to be better with time and make sure I could just be up there with the big dogs. Now, are, are you planning to release? Uh, first of all, the that video, I know it has nothing to do with this, but there's a video you got with Demrick. Oh, roll my weed. Yeah, that shit that. is tough, man. Thank I like you, bro. that. I like that. So, are you you working with him? You doing a project with him as yeah, well? Yeah, we got a project complete called Blaze with us. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Fifteen tracks. We gonna give it away for free. Get out of here. And man. it's we got burner on there. We got B real on there. Oh, we got audio push yeah. on there. Yeah. We got, Smokers class. Yeah, uh, it's it's. It's a beautiful smoke tape. So we're going to drop it, you know, when things cool down. The timing. The timing. When, yeah, when it's not so hot, niggas okay. is back to smoking good weed. Okay. And, you know. Now, how, how do you like being able to move in this situation where you can work with other people but still kind of build your own legacy, build your own things? Like, moving forward with still move, man. What's, what's the plan for, for Dizzy Wright? Yeah, man, I love it, man. I love it. I think I, 
I built a lot of good connections, man, just in my career so far. I haven't utilized a lot of them, but, you know, because I, I don't trust niggas. You ain't pick up the phone. You ain't it, it, not really. call out. Not really, man. I just be yeah, like. Shit don't make it easy either. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you, let me hold on to this number for a little hey, longer. On me, on me. Then niggas be changing their numbers. Yeah, yeah. But I be just running into. I'm just ready to just create something great, man. Yeah. Like, you know, with the right direction, the right leadership. You know what I'm saying? You you could do anything in life. You know what I'm saying? And somebody somebody gonna be hit that jackpot. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be believing in them before they do that, you know, and I'm just trying to get out here and, and boss up, man. Now now it, you said it drops Saturday, uh the seven oh two EP. Uh we do something called the business card track, all right? So we don't have it here to play. We'll make sure we get it on there. But out of the songs you got on there, what song if you walking up on the street, you feel like What's the best representation of Dizzy right off the 702 EP? Uh, uh, Eastside. 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 Oh, well, shit, that, that, that's, you got a video for Yeah, that. I got a video for that, that's yeah. Way, that's, that's just because, you know, I represented, you know, where I grew up. From the east side? The east side of, yeah, I'm yeah. from the east side of Vegas. So, And that's where, you know, the homie that had that studio. Yeah, yeah. That changed the game yeah. right over there in the east side. I was right over there by his crib. You know what I'm saying? By his old crib. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, but I got a lot of good records on yeah. there, man. I know people going to hear it and they going to be like, damn, I ain't heard. Yeah. I ain't heard this, this dizzy, yeah. you know, cause I definitely just had a little more fun and play with my style a little more. Now, now going, yeah. going into this, I'm sorry. No, 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 going no, no, no. into this, was it hard to create, you know, you know, dealing with a situation with, you know, fucking the label dissolving and just going through all this bullshit. Was it easy or harder for you to create? Does that like motivate you when you in situations like this or does it? Make you step back, so you know what I need some time to think. And yeah, I can I can always create like it just my direction of what it makes me create. Gotcha. Like it had me creating like angry shit, gotcha. you know. And niggas are probably never here. The anti yeah, shit. <laughs> like yeah, you know I mean, but uh, it just it had me like a motherfucking diss track out <laughs> of that motherfucker. He got <laughs> some shit. <laughs> hey, now I can see this type of niggas. He's he's waiting, my nigga. For he's like, all right, let's put one more out. Let me let me hear <laughs> Illmind option number nine, motherfucker. With my name in that about bitch. Me, I'm drop this <laughs> shit. my name in that bitch. I got a little <laughs> <laughs> right here for you. You know what I'm saying? Got it locked and loaded. <laughs> nah, nah, but for real, man, I don't really, I, I ain't really into the diss tracks, man. I, you know, we got that horseshoe gang, man. Hey, what I, the I, fuck? I, I riding for the squad, what the man. Fuck, man. Like, them, them niggas some rapidy rap ass. I know. I was like, nigga, y'all niggas some chose some of the coldest niggas. Uh, Ever to go yeah, at these I'm niggas about to them. twist and turn yeah. on the thing. Goddamn. <laughs> nah, but um, that's a part of hip hop, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I I just represent, you know, the side that my mama installed in me, man. Right, like right. I'm still just out here being positive, putting good vibes in the world, mm -hmm. smoking good weed, and you know, doing my thing. But you know, I I make music off of emotion, bro. Mm -hmm. Like how I be feeling, you know, in the moment. So like, you could go back and just listen to how I've been feeling forever. Mm -hmm. You go back and hear I, like my how a senior I got shit when I was a senior you you feel how frustrated I was in class <laughs> yeah, like yeah. nigga you feel me like yeah you know I'm saying so and that's just how I've always been but I've learned how to just make sure that I I always turn it into something positive I always just try to say little gem even if it's yeah. little long as I know that I said a little gem in there somebody will catch it Plant see that that's that's the, that's your mother. That's my that's mom. That's my that, hey to the everything. mamas. You can install the right shit in your, your kids. kids. Yeah. That's why I have a daughter now, man. And 
She's five, and I'm, I have a son that's one. Wow, congratulations. Thank you, man. That. Thank yeah. you. My two little, Damn. My two little love bugs. Has that changed you as, a, as an MC, as, a, as a, an artist now? Like, yeah. Being a father, what's the perspective? I mean, I know you've been for five years, but now, yeah. I mean, you got your little king now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so how does that change yeah. perspective be, between, you know, being an artist now? I just want to install the right things in him, you know. Um, the you know I know what hip hop promotes. Mm-hmm. I know I know I know what it is. You know what I'm saying. And you know my daughter's to the age where she comes back home now from daycare and just be like, my teacher said she seen me in a video. Get out of here. You yeah, serious? five years That's old. Tight. So I'm, but I I just want to make sure I install the right things in in my kids from the jump. But they just keep me motivated, man. I come from that shrug, like, I, I wanted to help my mama so bad. Like, one woman, five kids, I was just like, and it was just hot in yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Like, and we had no whip, catching the bus. Yeah. She was just really grinding. Yeah. So now I just, you know, want to go super hard so my kids be A1. You know, they always got air conditioned. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. You got to have right. them on. <laughs> now, are you, well, don't want to put your shit out there. You, you live in Vegas still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I'm still in Vegas. Yeah. Um, um, my first time catching you was at the Sunset Music Festival. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and was I was dope. like, yo, this nigga is ill. Yo, thank you. That was a super dope show. That was outside, right? It was yeah, outside, yeah. yeah. Well, that was one Merce put on, right? Yeah. 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 That shit was crazy. Yeah. 2013, Do you have any shows coming up right now? Um, I'm performing at Chalice in Victorville July 10th. Okay. Um, and then I'm I'm working on a a few different like festival type of things, but they're out the country. Okay. Um, and some bigger tours, some bigger looks. You know, talking with a few different people. International shit. We still got time on the camera. Okay. No, we good. We are gonna close it out right now, real quick. What's up, That's right DJ Head. DJ Head. <laughs> Dizzy Wright. Now we gotta get head on the mic real quick, man. Uh. Yeah, and, and before we close shit out, I, I, need, I need you to get one question in for for Dizzy Wright, just oh, off man. the top, bro. So, how big of a fan are you of DJ Head? DJ who? <laughs> <laughs> just playing. That's it, right there. I just fucking with you. No, like, Put some respect on my name. Right. right. <laughs> now, nah, fuck with you, Playboy. Come on now. Now, uh, how, how can I get the project? Um, is it still um, WisdomAndGoodVibes.com? Is that? Oh the yeah, WisdomAndGoodVibes.com. You okay. can get a. Um, the Wisdom and Good Vibes okay. EP. That, but what about the 702 EP? On Wisdom and Good Vibes. Oh, same so yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pre order. Uh, that's my little website right Yo. now, Wisdom Yo. and Good Vibes. That's what I'm just, that's what I'm on, man. So okay. I'm about to leave it at that for a while. But merch you, is you, on there and everything. Yeah, merch, everything. You can go to iTunes and grab that thing. Buy that thing, man. Support that Support shit. Support that boy. Yeah. Hey, so, like, real quick before we get out of here, like, when you, when you do your shows, right, exactly how many women are you getting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, let me tell you, man. Because I've been, I've been to one of y'all shows before, you know what I'm saying? And I was there, I DJed at the Sunset Strip Music Festival. Yeah. Okay. about that, yeah. And, yeah, and, you, just talking and about that. you, yeah, so like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what hey, we doing? Hey, if right now, currently, I want to shout out all the ladies that's currently having sex with Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up? So, yeah. Dizzy, you want to say something to him? <laughs> Listen, man. Really? I, I don't want to break I don't want to break y'all hearts, lady. I'm engaged. Oh, you engaged? Super engaged. Shut up, for real. Yeah, the mother of my two children. What a ring yet, Playboy? So we dropping bombs you, today. You supposed to get a ring when you engaged? Nah, you right. No, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Engagement. Hell, you better talk, wait, wait, talk wait, to wait. wifey. So, so who are you engaged to? Uh, Jordan. 
Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to Jordan. What's up, baby girl? How you doing? Hey, uh, DJ Head speaking. <laughs> Dizzy Wright has a lot of sex. <laughs> oh, I, don't know, I don't know if it's with you. <laughs> I don't know if it's with you. He hey, man, breaks it, up happy Yo, homes. man, don't let this like, nigga do that, man. He breaking up homes nah, she, like, no, that. She, like that. nigga ain't got enough time to be uh, having hey, sex. That nigga he work, be, work. She oh, right man. there. All right. Oh, she be on it. I, I see it. <laughs> that nigga said. Right there. Boom. <laughs> All right, man. So grab that wisdom and good vibes. Uh, also, be on the, the lookout 702 for EP, man. Uh, congratulations to everything, bro, man. We had a, a dope-ass conversation. Yeah. Thank man. you, brother. Thank um, you. Anything you need from us, please reach out. They can find you everywhere at Dizzy Ride, I'm assuming. Yes, at Dizzy Ride on Instagram. I'm Dizzy Hippie. Okay. Um, but yeah, Dizzy Ride everything, man. Check me out. Absolutely. He's still moving. Yes, sir. Homegrown radio. Homegrown. Split bank loans and homegrown. With that homegrown. I get too blunted off a funny homegrown. Live and unrehearsed. Homegrown radio. God damn.